0: Welcome to the Sunday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Peralta, off of BettingPros.com. We are back for another Sunday morning and more picks. Got two games in baseball to get into. I'm not going to touch golf. I've had such a bad run and we're doing really well in baseball. We're off to a 6-1 start for baseball, so we're not going to go near golf today. Why wreck it? Why get involved? We've been one for five over our last six bets with golf. So we're going to stay away from that. I'm going to give you a couple of baseball plays today here for a Sunday. Now NASCAR ran their race on Thursday night. So that's why they're not running here on a Sunday. So we'll take a look at NASCAR coming up later on, probably next weekend. We've got the St. Jude coming up this week for golf, and hopefully we'll find some angles we like going into that tournament. But For this time, for the 3M, we're going to stay away from golf and just focus on baseball. But to recap where we are here on a Sunday, now we look at Monday and we go Monday to Sunday. So Sunday is the last day of this week. We have had a pretty good week. We could have had a better week, but not bad. We opened up 3-0 in baseball. Then we went 1-1 with baseball, so for a 4-1 mark. Then we got both baseball picks right yesterday, which was really nice. Then unfortunately, we wound up getting one golf bet wrong with the head-to-head between Tommy Fleetwood and Brooks Kepka. And then we got the Darren Till decision wrong last night. I, I was right about the fight now. I, I said Darren Till versus Robert Whitt- Whitaker, it could end early, it might go to the cards, it felt like it was going to go to the cards, but I just wasn't sure, there were a couple of moments in that fight, in the first round, Whitaker got knocked down by Till, in the second round, Till got knocked down by Whitaker, a big cut got opened up in the fifth round, I had it 3-2 either way, I, I think Whitaker won, I didn't have a problem, I didn't have a problem with the decision, we, we had Darren Till, Till just, as I said yesterday during the podcast, he just his output is so low, that if he gets behind on the scorecards, it's a little bit dangerous for him because he doesn't have the firepower to really come back. And at the 185 weight class, I mean, Robert Whitaker, I don't think he looked good. I Again, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with the broadcasters who seem to be making friends with certain fighters and they like certain fighters and they tend to skew towards that guy. I don't think they influenced the judging at all, but it was kind of annoying to, to listen to it because I thought Whitaker looked okay. Darren Till, I thought, definitely hit stronger shots. He Definitely hit him harder. But Whitaker had more punches, had more volume, which we knew going in. I mean, strikes per per round, it was basically 4.5 to 2.5 on average. I mean, just a total different output per minute. So it, 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 it's a frustration when you watch Darren Till and you expect him to do something big, and then he doesn't really unload. He, hell, he I mean, he has to get to a point where he can let his hands go, and he simply isn't there yet for whatever reason. So uh, we, we don't get that. Decision right. That's our only loss. So a two and one mark on Sunday. So we, uh, uh, sorry, on Saturday. So we enter Sunday with a six and three mark on the week. So not bad after a really rough week last week. We've rebounded nicely here, in particular in baseball, where we're gonna try to keep it going here. Now, yesterday we had a couple of crazy games. First, it was good to see the Philly offense finally wake up. I was getting really aggravated because the Marlins. I mean, Caleb Smith had six. I think it was six walks in two and one-thirds innings. They hit seven walks. I, on the game, it was like nine or ten walks. The, the Marlins just kept on putting Philly guys on base, and the Phillies weren't doing anything with it. I was just like kind of getting really frustrated going, man, I mean, at some point, all these base runners have got to get put home. I mean, you're just playing with fire here. And finally, they erupt late in the game, big inning, they win the game going away. They cover the run line for us. So we, we called that game correctly, and, and I was like just kind of pacing around my house going, come on, man. Like this is, look at all the stats here. I mean, the Marlins are just asking for the Phillies to get going. And what's really wild, there's a trend here that I think we have to recognize and have to watch a little bit, and it's actually going to kind of influence where I'm going to bet for today. Strikeouts are ridiculous. All right? It is For whatever reason, and this is where we talked about it Thursday and Friday, I was surprised because I thought the hitters would do well against the pitchers. Well, whether they're getting tired or better arms are coming out of the bullpen, whatever it might be, but I watched about five games on Saturday, and the strikeout numbers are ridiculous. Every game, I'm talking double digits, you know, every game. For both teams, just striking out like crazy right now. The power arms are coming in. The bats can't keep up. Maybe it's just like a millisecond too slow because they're tired and they're playing in their first full series here and they're just not ready to go. They're not fully up to speed yet. But right now... I would say pitchers have a better advantage over hitters across the entire... And also, let's be frank here, everyone's trying to hit a home run every time. So it's home run or nothing for a lot of times with scoring runs. So that's something to watch here as we go through baseball into the first full week of the season. And the other thing we got to watch is that new overtime rule. So the Braves had no offense. No offense. And it was so frustrating all the way down to the final out in the final strike for the Braves against the Mets, but Edwin Diaz blows the save for the Mets and he laughs about it as Marcel Zuna hits an opposite field home run to tie the game at two in the top of the ninth inning. Bottom of the ninth, bottom of the ninth, the Braves get out of it and we go to extra innings. Now, that puts a runner on second base and it artificially manufactures offense because the Braves erupted <laughs> and they put f- three runs up and it was five to two as we head to the bottom of the tenth. What was crazy though, Mets get the same situation, runner on second base, all of a sudden the Mets had bases loaded with nobody out. Had bases loaded with nobody out. Could have a walk-off grand slam. I bring this up because this could be really dangerous for betting unders. I think betting unders this year in baseball in general is gonna be an absolute roller coaster ride and probably something we won't do very much of, in particular because of the extra innings rules. Because we could see, I mean, in that game alone, there was a run scored in the top of the ninth, and then there were three runs scored in the top of the tenth, and then the break, and then the Mets got one got one run back in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the tenth. So, like, if they had got more clutch hitting, I mean, that could have blown straight through. I mean, it happened two nights ago with the A's and the Angels with the walk off grand slam, which was eight and a half grand slam, made it nine seven. To, it was what uh, seven to three, right? It was three three going into the Extra innings, walk off grand slam. <laughs> so, like, this is going to be really crazy. Where you call it right, you have it right. We go to extra innings, unfortunately, and then that artificial offense gets going, and it's going to make it very difficult for under <laughs> for unders to to cash. So, uh, I think we all have to be very very careful. I've told you before we got to tiptoe in with baseball, but we also got to tiptoe in here playing anything on the under. Like first five maybe is a little safer, but <laughs> getting into the bullpens and extra innings. No, not safe. Not at all. So, Phillies got the victory. Turned out to be an easy victory. We like that. And then we got the win for the Braves against the New York Mets. It was plus money on the run line, so that was good. So I got a little plus money on that. We didn't lay heavy juice at all on the Braves. It was what, minus 107 on the Braves. So our plus money until did not hit, unfortunately, but we play one unit bets, flat wagering. So not a horrible day for us. We wind up up on the day and we're up on the week. So I'm going to go back to the well here for the two plays, the two picks coming up for today here on a Sunday, both in baseball. We're going to pick on bad teams, two bad teams, and we're going to take teams coming off of losses, who should be pounding these bad teams. Let's start with the Reds, whose bullpen was horrible yesterday. They had a lead 3-1 to early in that game. Bullpens come in. It was ugly. Not a good game. It turns out to be a 6-4 to victory for the Tigers. I'm going to go back to the well here with the Reds, and I'm going to take them to win on the run line. Now, the consensus odds here, when you look at this number, pretty much somewhere around minus 210 for this, depending on where you're looking at it, plus 190. Here, coming back, you've got Spencer Turnbull up against Trevor Bauer for the pitching matchup. Now, let's just talk about Turnbull for a second. He was horrible at the second half of the year. Wasn't bad during the summer camp, though, but he's got a plus average fastball. This is a fastball-hitting team in the Reds. This dude in the second half last year was 0-9 with a 6.60 ERA and a 1.585 whip. Okay. <laughs> now, he was better in the first half of the year. Much better in the first half of the year. They expect him because he's been working out, better nutrition. He thinks he's going to have a big year here for the Tigers. I'm not really going to buy it here. I think the Reds are the better team. The Reds need to win this series. You can't lose series at home when it's a 60-game season. Every game is so important. Every game is three games, essentially. So, you lose a game like you lost yesterday. That stings Reds are at home. Reds got to get the comeback here. Got to get a victory and win over a bad team like the Tigers. So, because it's so juiced up, I don't love the fact that you got to lay 210. Let's just lay 120. Let's take it on the run line here. Reds, minus 1.5. It's minus 120 on the run line. Let's lay the 1.5 runs and take Cincinnati to hammer Turnbull. I don't think he's a good pitcher. I don't think this bullpen's very good. We've seen Joey Votto hit home runs in back-to-back days. Mike Moustak is off to a nice start here for this offense. Warm day. Ball should be flying out of the ballpark with a 110 Eastern time start. Tigers and the Reds. We're taking the Reds on the run line. Minus one and a half here against the Tigers. Second pick of the day. We're going to make a play on my Boston Red Sox for the first time. The Red Sox lost to the Orioles yesterday. The Orioles, who may be the worst team in baseball. Okay. They, they they might be. The Orioles are horrible. Red Sox lose 7-2. 7-2. It was a disgusting start for Martin Perez. The bullpen comes in, and they were equally as bad. So bad that Dylan Covey, who was picked up for basically nothing, got optioned to AAA. Okay? He pitched so bad. Two innings pitched, three hits, two earned runs. Really when the Red Sox were trying to make some noise... The game was hinging a little bit. It was five nothing. The Red Sox got two runs back. It felt like the game could turn in the Red Sox favor. They could get into that bullpen and hit that bullpen, and then they gave up two two runs right away, right back in the seventh inning. And it was a seven two final against the Orioles. They'll face Wade LeBlanc, who last year was seven and six with a five point seven one ERA. <laughs> okay, he was a starter and a bullpen guy, but he's not good, <laughs> not by any means. This Ryan Weber kid for the Red Sox, you don't know much about him, but the Red Sox, they think he can be a really solid starter for this team. And he's getting his first start here in a rotation, and the Red Sox believe he has a really nice complement of pitches, and he can be a legitimate fourth or fifth starter. Now, unfortunately, he is the third starter in this team because Chris Sale's out, and with Edwin Rodriguez having COVID-19, they need this kid to make a big start, okay? The Red Sox are heavily favored, as you would expect, against a bad team. They're minus 200. It's plus 180 on the comeback. Again, though, let's look at the run line. Red Sox, minus 115 on the run line. And that's just where we're going to go here. The Red Sox offense, they're not going to pitch well. They don't have great pitching. But the lineup for the Baltimore Orioles, I mean, give me a break. I mean, you can't, get, you can't lose these games. The Red Sox, on opening day, blew these guys up blew their doors off, okay, destroyed the Orioles. I think a similar thing is going to happen here on Sunday. I think the Red Sox bats are going to come to life. And, I mean, I thought about playing the over, but the total was 11 in this game, 11. Uh, I just, I, I can't really sit there and say that's a smart move to play a total of that high, even with the Red Sox scoring 13 runs in a 15-run in a game on opening day, it was 13-2 the final I still can't lay—11's too high for me. I'm not going near that. I might play the—I mean, if I was going to be forced to play it, I probably would play the under. Orioles are a really bad baseball team. I think the Red Sox are going to come back here, get a win on a Sunday at Fenway Park, where the ball should be flying out of the ballpark, and it should be one of those games where the Red Sox just take care of business and beat up on the Orioles. You can't lose games to the Baltimore bleeping Orioles. Yes, maybe my Red Sox homerism is coming out just a little bit on that, but it's a Sunday game. It's a day game, One thirty-five Eastern time start. Normally, the balls are flying around here. I just think the Red Sox are going to hammer LeBlanc. They'll hammer that bullpen on the run line. So, two plays for us, which guarantees a winning week. Maybe there's some strategic placement in my picks here, but I'm going to go with two plays, both on the run line, both on a Sunday. We're 6-1 and one in baseball. Try to keep our mark rolling here. The regression will come. I promise the, the, the regression will come, but Reds on the run line, minus 120. Red Sox on the run line, minus 115. We will lay both of those with one unit, as we always do, for a Sunday. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast. Hopefully you guys are riding some of these plays here. We're hot in baseball, ice cold with golf. So I'm staying away from golf today on the 3M. I was ticked off about it. I didn't like that card last night. And then the fight just wasn't entertaining like I thought it was going to be. But unfortunately, the cards don't go our way when a fight goes the distance and a fight goes into the hands of the judges. You just kind of throw your hands up. You don't really know what's going to go on with that. So only one play on that UFC card, and it lost. So 2-1 and one last night. We're back with two plays here today. Remember, tomorrow, Matt Holt from U.S. Integrity will be our guest. Now, Matt does a lot of really cool stuff with sports books around the country. And he's been an awesome—he's a UFC expert, for starters. He's an incredibly smart guy. But really fun conversation coming up with Matt Holt from U.S. Integrity coming up on the Long Form Podcast on Monday. I know you guys are both really like Nick Kalakis and uh, Dave Sharapan. Matt Holt also really, really sharp guy, really smart. He'll join us tomorrow on the podcast. So definitely be back for that coming up on a Monday morning. Best of luck to us on baseball for this Sunday. My name's Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Matt long-form edition of the Daily Juice on Monday, tomorrow morning. We're back then with that coming up on a Monday's Daily Juice off bettingcrows.com.